Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up. A whole bunch happened in the football world this past week. NCAA football champion was crowned and the NFL regular season came to an end. So, looking at the NCAA championship game, Michigan versus Washington, the number one seed versus the number two seed going into the college football playoff. I was really hopeful that this game was going to be just as good as the first two games in the college football playoff. Unfortunately, it was not. The final score was 34-13. to Michigan just kind of ran away with it. Neither quarterback had a great day. Michael Penix for Washington and J.J. McCarthy for Michigan. They just did not play at a super high level. But where Michigan won the game was running the football. Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards both went over 100 yards. And they got Michigan the 34-13 win over Washington. So really a huge win for the University of Michigan. They finish off a 15-0 season. Jim Harbaugh finally gets his championship. His brother, John Harbaugh, is the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, who actually I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, They are the number one seed in the AFC right now. So quite the brother legacy, coaching legacy that they're building up for themselves as Michigan gets the win over Washington. Now, moving into the NFL, as I said, the NFL regular season ended this past week, and that means a whole bunch of teams, their season is over, they weren't able to make the playoffs, and they're moving on to next year. But for some select teams, they're in the playoffs, they're in the dance, fighting for a Super Bowl and the chance to win a Lombardi Trophy. So looking at some teams in the AFC that fought to get into the playoffs, Texans and Colts, this was a huge game massive playoff ramifications the Texans won the game 23 to 19 a pretty exciting game uh, and the Colts had a chance to convert a fourth down play this is really the storyline of the game fourth down play just over a minute left in the game Colts needed the first they needed a touchdown to possibly take the lead against the Texans Gardner Minshew, quarterback for the Colts, throws it to their running back. It wasn't Jonathan Taylor. It was Goodson, the running, the backup running back for the Colts. Throws in the ball. It could have been a slightly better throw, but it was a throw. It was a pass that should have been caught by Goodson, and he drops it. There's going to be a video to that. A really heartbreaking way for the season to end for the Colts, but really quite the story for the Texans that they are now in the playoffs. C.J. Stroud, who's probably going to be the unanimous offensive rookie of the year, He had an incredible season. D'Amico Ryans, a rookie head coach, coming in, taking this team from one of the worst in the league to now a playoff team is a pretty incredible story as they punched their ticket to the NFL playoffs. Now looking at the Steelers and the Ravens, this wasn't the most exciting game in the world because the Ravens didn't play their starters. They've already locked up the number one seed. They're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. And so they wanted to rest the starters for this game. Didn't want anybody to get hurt. Steelers, obviously they're playing for a playoff spot, so they had a lot on the line, and they got the win 17-10. to They did need a little bit of help. They needed a couple other teams to lose. They got that, and they got their ticket into the NFL playoffs. The Titans and the Jaguars. The Jaguars, all they had to do was win, and they were in. They were unable to do that against a pretty bad Titans team, a team that came in at 5-11. and the Jaguars, all they needed to do again was get the win, and they just didn't look like themselves. 28-20 to 20 was the final score. What a collapse from the Jaguars. They started off the season so great. Not only did it look like they were going to be a playoff team, but it looked like they were really going to have an opportunity to fight to be the number one seed in the AFC. 
but instead they missed the playoffs entirely. So it just kind of goes to show you nothing is guaranteed in the NFL and a big, big loss for them. Now, finally, one of the games that had the biggest playoff ramifications, the Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. The Bills, they were, they actually, if you can believe it, had a chance to possibly miss the playoffs with a loss. With a win, though, they would be the number two seed and they would win the AFC East. And they went down to Miami versus the Dolphins and they won 21 to 14. So they are now the number two seed. They get at least two home playoff games, which is a huge deal for teams to have to come up to Buffalo and play them in that cold weather. Big win for them. Neither quarterback played well. Josh Allen for the Bills didn't play all that great. Tua Tagovailoa for the Dolphins didn't play all that great. So kind of a little bit of a defensive matchup with quite a few turnovers. But the Bills, they got the job done. They win 21-14. to So a big, big win for them. Now, moving into the NFC. Lions versus Vikings. This wasn't the most important playoff kind of ramification game in the world. Uh, Lions, they were just trying to possibly get a higher seed. The Vikings had the slimmest of chances to possibly still make the playoffs. Lions, they played their starters at for getting a chance to get that higher seed. They win the game 30-20. to Lions didn't get the higher seed in the end, and the Vikings, with that loss, missed the playoffs. This was a really important game, Buccaneers versus Panthers. The Buccaneers, they needed a win and in. If they lost, they were out. So a huge, huge game. The Panthers, they're the worst team in the NFL, so the Buccaneers were heavily favored to win it. They got the job done. Wasn't the prettiest game in the world, but the Buccaneers, they win 9-0, and they are now the NFC South champion, and what comes with that is a playoff spot and a home playoff game. The other teams that were playing that should the Buccaneers have lost, they would have been, that basically would have been a win and in type of game for those two teams. It was the Saints and the Falcons. Game wasn't even actually that close. The final score was 48-17, to 17, but truly the reason I'm mentioning this, because one of the biggest storylines from the weekend is the fact that at the end of the game, it's 41-17, to 17. Saints are on the one-yard line, game is over pretty much, all the Saints are going to do is it looks like it's going to kneel it out, but instead, from victory formation, which is the formation which teams just kneel down the ball and run the clock out. From that formation, the Saints run the football, score a touchdown, and it looks like kind of run up the score, if you will. Uh, Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, was absolutely livid with Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Saints. You could see right as soon as the game ended, Arthur Smith is definitely yelling at Dennis Allen, uh, clearly very upset. Dennis Allen then comes out in the post game. He says that wasn't the play call. We were in victory formation. He apologized to Arthur Smith. Jameis Winston, the quarterback that was playing for the Saints at the time, was actually the one that audibled the play. They said they wanted to get the ball to Jamal Williams, who was the running back that scored for the Saints. And he said that was a team decision. So now there's a whole split between a lot of people. Some people think Jameis Winston should be cut on the spot because he didn't listen to Dennis Allen. Some people are now concerned about Dennis Allen because maybe he doesn't have the respect of his players because they just clearly went against the play call that he put in, which isn't the best look for him. And then some people, they like it. They like the fact that he stood up for his teammate, got him the touchdown, and that's kind of what it's all about. So really split, really split up between some people here um, on what that looks like. But 
Going to put the post-game thing in where Jameis Winston talks about it. He said he apologized to Dennis Allen, but he said it was a team decision that they went with it. So really, people are very, very divided on that. But moving in to Packers and Bears. Packers, they were again in a win-and-in situation. And they won the game 17-9 against the Bears. So they also punched their ticket to the NFL playoffs. These two teams, the Eagles and the Cowboys... Uh, Cowboys were playing the Commanders. Eagles were playing the Giants. These guys were fighting it out for the division victory and better seeding. They've already clinched up their playoff spots. And the Eagles to win the division, they needed the Cowboys to lose, and they had to win their game. The Cowboys, all they had to do was win. The Cowboys, they went out there. They got the job done. They won 38-10. to They completely destroyed the Commanders in their regular season finale. The Eagles, on the other hand, didn't even come close to getting the job done. They completely embarrassed themselves yet again, if you can believe it. Every time I think the my Eagles can hit rock bottom, they somehow find a way to drill further down. Uh, they lost the game 27-10 to against a Giants team that missed the playoffs. Uh, the Eagles are now 1-5 in their last six games. Uh, they're the only team in NFL history that started 10-1 and and didn't get to 12 wins. Truly, as an Eagles fan... To say I'm embarrassed would be an understatement, and really the Eagles are, are are probably the least respected team in the NFL playoffs right now with the way that they entered into it. I've never seen a team back their way into the playoffs quite like this, but I could go on for the rest of the time talking about how upset I am with the Eagles, but what it comes down to is the Cowboys, they won the NFC East, which means they got the number two seed in the NFL playoffs, and the Eagles, they are now the five seed and will have to play in a way playoff game. So looking at those playoff matchups, What's coming up for the weekend? Super wild card weekend. First game is going to be the Rams versus, or actually, sorry. Yeah, the first game is actually going to be the Browns versus the Texans. Two teams that won't be playing in this weekend are going to be the Ravens and the 49ers. They both got the one seeds, which means they don't have to play this week. They got a first round bye, and they don't have to worry about anything for this week, at least. Browns versus Texans, though, that's going to be the first game of the weekend. This one, especially interesting because the Texans traded their star quarterback, Deshaun Watson, to the Browns just a few seasons ago. Deshaun Watson's not playing, but still a little bit of a link between these two teams, so it kind of adds a little bit of extra intrigue there. The Dolphins and the Chiefs, they're going to be playing each other. This is the return of Tyreek Hill to Arrowhead Stadium. Tyreek Hill was an incredible player for the Dolphins for a number of, or for the Chiefs for a number of years, then got traded to the Dolphins because he wanted out. So quite the comeback right here. And it's going to be tough for the Dolphins playing at Arrowhead Stadium. Steelers and Bills, kind of an old-fashioned AFC kind of rivalry here. That'll be a great game. Packers and Cowboys. They're going to be going against each other. This one's especially interesting because Mike McCarthy used to be the head coach of the Packers for a number of years. He's now the head coach of the Cowboys, so that adds an extra layer of intrigue. The Rams and the Lions, this one I'm really, really excited for because Matthew Stafford, longtime quarterback of the Lions, was traded to the Rams, won a Super Bowl with the Rams, and then now he's coming back to Detroit. Both of them in the playoffs, who's going to win? And Jared Goff, actually, the quarterback of the Lions right now, was the quarterback of the Rams for a long time. He was a number one pick in the draft by the Rams. So really kind of two quarterbacks that have switched teams that are now facing off against each other in the playoffs. Final game of the weekend is actually a Monday night game. It'll be the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. 
Many people are surprised that the Buccaneers are actually underdogs in this game. People are expecting the Eagles to win. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm surprised as well. Uh, the That'll be an interesting game as it's played in Florida there. So a lot to look forward to for the weekend. My prediction is if there's one team I'm going to pick to win in this one, I think the Chiefs, they're going to beat the Dolphins. The reason I'm saying that is the Dolphins, obviously they're the Miami Dolphins, so they're used to playing in sunny Florida. They have to go up to Kansas City. The forecast right now is looking like it's going to be around zero degrees for the game. That's going to be a tough adjustment there. And then I think my bet of the week is going to be Steelers plus 10 versus the Bills. 58% of the bets are on that. Again, it's so tough to pick these playoff games, but that's going to be my bet, plus 10 with the Steelers. I think the Bills are going to win. I just don't think the Bills are going to blow them out by more than 10 points. So that's my pick of the week. This was Sean McCaffrey uh, with the weekly wrap-up. Let me know what you guys think in the comments, and I hope you enjoyed.